Welcome back, everybody, to the Podcast Mercenary Show. I am the Podcast Mercenary Christian Joel Ramos, a.k.a. the Mike for Hire, a.k.a. the Puerto Rican Kaiju, Puerto Rican Power of himself. And I'm here to review the Amazon Original Series from uh, Prime Video, The Boys, Season 3, Episode 7, titled Here Comes a Candle to Light You to Bed. So, we start off with Huey, who visits the legend, and who was in the previous episode, he was like the... I guess the previous fought PR person back when Soldier Boy was leader of the seven back in the old days and 80s. Uh, so back in the old days and 80s. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was like that a while ago. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so Huey visits him, Soldier Boy, who happens to be staying with the legend in his guest room. And he's there smoking weed and banging some old ladies because he has a weird older lady fixation. So the... He's getting it on with two old old maids that were hired to clean the legend's house. Uh, so they storm out and they get them ready for their mission to take out Homelander. Mindstorm is a bipolar hero that was in his original team. And due to his mind breeding mind powers, if he just look at him, he can put you in an eternal nightmare. Kind of pretty much leaving you in a coma. So it's like one fucked up superpower. Uh, so they're like, beware of this guy, you know, close your eyes when you see him and let me take care of him. So he's one of the last members of the team that that, uh, that betrayed Soldier Boy in the end. So uh, years ago, I should say. Uh, so he needs lithium to stay stable so they know where to find him, somewhere where there's high concentrations of lithium available. So Maeve is alive, as you see. She's captured by Vought and she's under custody by Homelander and Vought in this, like, cubicle. And, um... So she's not dead after all. They want her alive because they want to harvest her eggs. Some sort of f- fucking crazy psychopathic shit. Uh, so Butcher keeps Soldier Boy high so he doesn't get nuclear on us and goes all berserk because of his PTSD. Uh, which is a very uh, expensive way to keep him <laughs> from, from, from destroying himself. Excuse me, my chair's creaking. I don't know why it makes this noise. I should probably put some oil on this thing, so my apologies. So Soldier Boy hears someone speak as they're going to find the uh, the Mindstorm here. And it's not Huey speaking. It's not Butcher speaking. It's probably Mindstorm fucking with him. Just putting like little whispers in his ears. Throw him off. Uh, so he trips over a tripwire and it blows up. <laughs> Mindstorm pops in. has Butcher in a nightmare coma. And for the most of the episode, Butcher is in the state reliving his horrific childhood and all of his trauma. Oh, yes, ducky. So here we move on where, let's see. Uh, now it's up to Huey and Soldier Boy to coexist and get a job done. That's what I wrote down for notes here. So Frenchie is high in ketamine and some cocaine. And he, <laughs> while him and Marvin, are, a.k.a. Mother's Milk, are trying to find out what gas actually does work on Soldier Boy to take him out. Just whatever knocks him out. Not kill him, but just what did the Russians use to really just knock him out whenever he was about to go postal. So Starlight is nursing Kimiko and they're having a moment and she gives her a shot of that Kirkland brand, yes, Costco branded whiskey. And this is the first shot Kimiko ever takes. She's never drunk alcohol. She's not, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't, uh, Dabble in libations. So it was kind of a funny scene. We're like, oh my God, Kimiko, you're a grown woman. You haven't had a shot yet. Oh my Lord. But Starlight's a champ. I mean, she's been drinking. She's from the Midwest. She drinks for fun because that's there's nothing out there to do to get drunk anyways. So so it's kind of like natural to her. 
But of course, she also has a superpower, so she probably has a super resistance to it. So, Soldier Boy and who we're getting uh, acquainted, I put here, dot, 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 acquainted. They don't get along. I mean, Soldier Boy is old school. Like, even for his time, he was just kind of like from a bygone era, even then. And uh, trying to get along with liberals, Huey in modern times, this like, you know, boomer, uh, millennial dynamics, but a little toned down because they don't get each other's faces so much, but definitely Soldier Boy's like, oh, this Jerry should better, I'll pussify. You know, like he's just this really machovinous old school kind of soldier, you know, just he's from a different, literally from a different era. So he's been in cryostasis for over 30 years. So I give him, a, I give him the benefit of the doubt for that. But then again, this guy seems like a dick, even in his era, because he was beating up his sidekick who was a minor, or at least a young kid, and his whole team turned on him. So maybe he wasn't so hot after all. Maybe he kind of deserved it. Who knows? Uh, so let's see here. The Deep tells his uh, wife he's going to be on Hannity. He's hyped for that. The Deep wants to fucking octopus on his wife in a threesome. She finds it weird. No shit, because she's not into seafood. She wanted to eat it and fuck it. Uh, it's just too strange. She walks out on him. Black Noir wanted to be Axel Foley in a, this is the moment where we get more of Black Noir here, where he goes to this old place. It looks like a diner and cartoon characters somehow comes to life. Like it's just, he's imagining these imaginary friends of his because he doesn't have any real friends. He really doesn't have any friends. It's just at this point, because everybody knew was dead and he is a mute. So he's, he's not, like he had a, a speaking voice prior to the explosion that happened back with Soldier Boy and they were in Nicaragua, but you know, shit happened. So we move on here where Black Noir is just kind of like he wanted to, he wasn't going to get the part of Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop. His Soldier Boy was jealous and trying to smarten him up, like, don't one up me. I'm the leader of the team here. And this is where the characters now are putting a stage play dressed up as the heroes of the, of, of the scenes. I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty creative here. Like having animation, kind of like Roger Rabbit having animation with live action mixed together and kind of like Black Noir coping with things. And like, he's afraid of Soldier Boy because this is the guy that made his life a living hell back when he was in the scene. And it's been so many years since then. And he hasn't had to even think about him. And now he's back from Russia, from, from his crisis in Russia so let's see here. So Soldier Boy whooped his ass because he was jealous of him. Um, don't one up him. I get it. The, the whole like I'm the star, but else here second fiddle, effect fiddle to me. So Soldier Boy uh, denies that he has shell shock. He's too much of a man. Blah blah blah. He's like, don't trust anybody. So as homeland. So mind you, there's a scene here where this nun and priest are a car breaks down the highway and. Soldier Boy starts shooting, kills a priest because he thinks that anybody out here is under mind storm's control. I mean, Huey doesn't believe it. He's being too paranoid. But then the nuns start attacking him. So he's like, oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Huey. He knows his own villains. Well, he's a soldier first. He knows how to fight without thinking so much about empathy and let him do his job. So as Homelander's getting a rant for Bob Singer at his uh, pep rally for, because he's trying to, the pep rally. I guess you know pep rally. What do you call that when people at his at his political rally, not pep rally. Sorry, it's high schools. His political rally for his uh, vice presidentship. Um, whew, man, Starlight uh, wants to call him for being a fraud, and she does. Uh, he has paranoia and thinks he sees Soldier Boy in the audience and freezes because so much is going on in his life that he's just really getting. A little bit cuckoo for cuckoo. He's getting out of. He's getting out of his. He's losing his shit. So <laughs> I don't know how to say it. So 
he's giving this crazy speech where people are getting really uh, hyped up to hear what he has to say, and then he just stops because he thought he sees. He thought he saw Soldier Boy in the audience. So Holand goes there. some sort of farms. They go to a barn and starts milking a cow, drinking raw milk, and then Nadia comes in and confronts Homelander to get a hold of himself. He's losing his sanity because he's thinking so much about Soldier Boy, and he's he's not in his right headspace. So now we move on where A-Train wakes up to Ashley telling him that he now has Blue Hawk's heart. That's right, Blue Hawk in the previous scene uh, that he dragged his ass from the, on the highway to kill him because, you know, fuck him. <laughs> now he doesn't have the heart condition, so now he can run as fast as he can because he has a new heart. It's just crazy that it's a guy's heart, a person he doesn't like. So there's a message there somewhere. Uh, Frenchie finds out it's Russian nerve gas that puts Soldier Boy to sleep. He's like, oh, okay, this is the stuff that kills people. It killed people during World War II, but it, to him, it just puts him to sleep because he's so damn strong. So Marvin sees on his IG that his daughter was at the presidential rally Homelander was giving a speech at, and he specifically told the stepdad, do not bring my daughter anywhere near that man. And he can't say why because obviously he knows... Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, we want to share what you do on your extracurricular time. So Kimiko sent Annie to grab a compound B for her because she wants to be a super again and be helpful, protect her friends. Uh, she said this time it's different because she wasn't just giving it. She's choosing it. So Kimiko shows Frenchie the note to Annie that she wants to make a choice, conscious choice to become a superhero instead of just being forced to power upon her. And um, he kind of understands where her concept is, but she also becomes a valuable member of the team being of her powers that she can self-heal and pretty much mutilate <laughs> whenever needed on site. So Kimiko wants to be a superhero now. She wants to help people, and she wants to be helpful in fighting off Soldier Boy. Uh, probably also gets a little bit of revenge. Uh, so back to Black Noir, the whole gang takes on Soldier Boy to knock his ass out. Man, what a scene here. As... It's literally the the play shows the entire team that he had. All of them, it took every single one of them to get him to pass out so they could send him to Russia. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, we move on where the cartoon characters get Black Noir and uh, morale boost and speech. Like, hey, have confidence. You're strong. You think you are. So now we move on where Marvin faces Todd about Homelander and stepdad here. And Soldier Boy is out to get him. And Todd is too brainwashed by all this stuff that's going on uh, because, you know, he's very into his politics and he's, he's he thinks he's disenfranchised when he's not because he has, like, a victim complex. And, again, he's, he's super, like, I don't want to say insult because he's married to Marvin's ex-wife, so or, or at least they're together in some sort of way. So I don't know what he feels like he needs to feel like he's lesser than maybe because he got knocked the fuck out in front of everyone. Well, that's what happens here so Todd is too brainwashed to see the truth and Homelander confronts Starlight in the halls of Vought and tells her things that she doesn't care she's at the point where she doesn't care because everything he's saying he's admitting to because he, she's on IG Live showing this footage as he's pretty much airing out because he's such a villain he likes to explain himself and this is what happens when you do and you, you don't check your, your surroundings. Uh, so Homelander confesses Starlight on her IG Live. Man, millions of people watching this feed live. So it was caught red-handed. There's no way he can deny it. 
Now we move on where Huey gets to Mindstorm and strikes a deal with him. They're like, hey, I'll help you escape from Soldier Boy if you just help me out get my friend woken up from his sleep. And he's like, I've seen your friend's dreams. He's a terrible person. Like, yeah, I know he is, but he's my friend regardless. He's somebody important to me. Please help me out here, and I'll let you live pretty much. So he's trying to strike a bargain. Uh, Lenny offed himself, as, and Butcher wakes up from his nightmare. Man, what a crazy scene the entire thing played out of Butcher's childhood. You think that the character that Lenny played was actually Billy, but in reality, Billy was not the younger brother, but the older brother, who was the one who had to leave the house. And, man, it's just crazy how this story was very smart because it almost played like Billy was the one who uh, who essentially was bullied and soft and sold his stuff enough. And really, he was the one who was older and left and left his brother behind. And his brother sadly got physically assaulted by his dad on a daily basis that he just took a gun and killed himself. One would think he would want to kill his dad, but <laughs> that's just homicide. Either way, he, ends up in, he would have ended up in jail. So it's either, kept, I mean, not that he had no, just those two options, but it's just a dark story here um, where Butchers doesn't want to, like, he feels guilty of his brother's death because he felt like he abandoned him. Uh, so, because in this whole stream, he was in boarding school or, you know, or like private school and he got caught with selling weed and got kicked out of school, ended up in the street and ended up in the, finally ended up in the military where he can get his life back in order, but he has to leave his brother behind. Um, so Lenny took, you know, unalive himself and Butcher wakes up in the nightmare thanks to Huey getting my answer to wake him up and Butcher says he's sorry, but Huey's like, to why? He's like, oh, he just, he's just gone through a lot and reliving all those memories. So now Mindstorm tells him the plan. It was Black Noir. Stan Edgar sold him out. Soldier Boy tells... And here's the thing. Mindstorm gets killed because Soldier Boy finally catches up to Huey. He teleported him out of, the, out of his shed because they had him quartered. And Huey took him away to strike him. But in the end, Mindstorm got killed by Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy caught up to Huey in the, in the team and took him out. So the end of the episode ends with a twist because Mindstorm tells... Something to home, uh, Soldier Boy before he dies. He says that Soldier Boy finds out that Homelander is, in fact, his son. He is his father on some Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader shit because they needed to create this superhero from somewhere. Why not take the DNA from the strongest hero at the era and make, so make Homelander? That's exactly what I'm, I'm, I wasn't really shocked by this bit, this bit of news, but he's like, oh, snap. So now that the, pl- the plan changes because Butcher wanted Soldier Boy to take down Homelander, but now he knows his son. Is he going to still do it? Because even though he didn't raise his man, the psychopath was his own. It's a, it's a lot to bear. So I don't know. It's like we're in a crossroads where, like, does he join Homelander's side and double cross Butcher and the boys? Have to wait and see until the next episode. So on to episode eight. Episode eight titled The Instant White Hot Wild. Uh, what a weird title. Uh, free May movement starts in Homeland because they find out about her being imprisoned and bought. And her and Homelander, uh, the Homelander sheep are outside. Two different rallies just there in a stalemate. And Vought, both in front of Vought, protesting. Ashley's freaking out with all this happening because this whole empire is just crumbling. And that's all, this is all transpiring. She's pulling her hair out, literally pulling her hair out. It's just things are going really bad. So Maeve is given a nerve agent to knock her out because they're going to transport her somewhere else, taken far away 
so that when they do internal affairs comes in, they don't see her there. They have no evidence that she actually is being kept captive. So Frenchie put deadly nerve agent in Starlight's perfume bottles as the incognito mode to like take down Soldier Boy in case he goes rogue. And Tiri's like, you put it in a damn perfume bottle? He's like, hey, I have to make it look inconspicuous. Eh, you got a point there, but a perfume bottle? Really? <laughs> so Ashley and the Deep tell Homelander about Maeve being transported out of the tower. He just doesn't give a shit about that. Black Noir talks to Homelander about Soldier Boy as they stop at a gas station. Butcher knocks out Huey and locks him up in the bathroom because he's trying to protect Huey here and do this on his own because Huey is over his head and Butcher wants to do this mission without putting him in danger. So Nate confronts A-Train about Blue Hawk. This is his brother who's now paralyzed from the legs down in a wheelchair and he's saying, you're not my brother anymore because... You're a murderer. I don't want you in my house. I don't want you near my family. Get out. And it sucks for A Train, who's trying to help his for the wrong for the wrong reasons, trying to help his family community by bringing Blue Hawk there to kind of. Well, that was more Ashley's idea, to be honest. If you think about it, but just things are not going well for A Train as he's trying to do good by his own family. Uh, so Annie picked up Huey as he was left out at the gas station. Uh, and they have a little conversation there where they're just not... Like, well, pretty much Bowie has an inferiority, com- inferiority complex about Annie always saving him, and he wants to save her for once. And then Annie's like, so you really aren't... Ex- you were really bad about it. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, she she is. Just there's, He's not vocal about it. He's not being completely honest. And now the troops coming out, and he's like, you know, pissed at him. Like, I gave you the chance because I thought you were... Different, but you're just like everybody else. You just have you're just every other dude. You're just an insecure little boy. You're not really the man I thought you were. So Butcher knocked him out to save his life, and for good for good things. He is now he thinks he's soup. He thinks he's invincible, which he's not. So Maeve is at Marvin's house resting up until they find a place for her to be. Uh, Kimiko catches Frenchie uh, is drowning his sorrows in the bathroom, so he's just snorting lines, and she. Confronts him like, stop doing drugs. You told me you stopped, and you're, you know, you're continuing this terrible habit. And he promises to change his ways. So he's got to clean his act. Soldier Boy and Butcher are comparing shitty upbringings as they meet for the first time, and it's just like, okay, enough of this, you know, small violin music shit. But uh, they're very different. But at the same time, Soldier Boy was. Uh, He's also comes from a like the the story they gave him where his origin one is not exactly the story of his real life. He did grow up in a middle class steel you know family where his dad had a had a metal factory or some sort of a fabrication factory and he you know he grew up in private schools or whatever. But he did end up leaving on his own because he wanted to be a hero and his dad was like, "What are you trying to do with your life?" So. Now Soldier Boy feels conflicted about killing Homelander, considering he knows that's his son and that's his that's legacy right there. Black Noir is sharpening his blades, and Homelander's like, "Why are you sharpening your blades for?" He's like, Black Noir continues to sharpen his swords because he's getting ready for whatever happens. But Homelander confronts Noir about knowing that he had a dad and it was Soldier Boy. And the same didn't say anything the whole time they were in the seven. So what does he do? He kills him. R.I.P. Black Noir. So Maeve and the boys confront Butcher about for being a dick. Uh, like, that's news anybody. Um, and then we will hear where Maeve tosses out the neurogas agent that uh, Marvin had in the damn Starlight Cologne or perfume bottle out the window because he is just human and he's just 
in over his head. So what is but what Maeve and Butcher do, they put the rest of the team in the safe in the Flatiron building. So we move on here where it looks like Homelander's just a complete mess, disheveled. Not the same Homelander we saw in the first season. Like, damn, this guy's just been through the ringer. He's had a rough week. He's there like, my team is a joke. You all are terrible. You all fucking suck. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so the deep uh, ends up uh, killing Lamar Bishop, who is the vice president candidate for the presidential elections, uh, because Homelander requested him to take him out for some reason. And there's a reason. Uh, you find out later on, in the almost near the end of the episode. Uh, well, I'll, we'll get to that eventually. Uh, so we move on here. Homelander, uh, let's see here. What did it leave off? Uh, Homelander shows Soldier Boy Ryan and wants to be a family with Soldier Boy. Uh, Soldier Boy got Ryan hurt trying to fight Homelander because fuck them kids. Maeve is fighting Homelander. This is where all the action starts here. Now, mind you, Frenchie and Kimmy go at a lab trying to create this the, the, the pretty much a kryptonite for Soldier Boy without having to deal with all this super nonsense because because Frenchie and Kimmy go put their foot down like, hey, we want to have a choice. And Butcher's like, sure, whatever. It's like, he doesn't care. He's like, I just need people that are competent to do the missions. I don't care who does what. But also, he's kind of annoyed with Frenchie and Kimiko at the moment. So, makes sense. So, as this fighting happens, uh, Soldier Boy got Ryan hurt trying to fight Homelander. And Homelander gets triggered from that. Maeve is hiding Homelander. Meanwhile, Frenchie and Kimiko are at the lab fighting. So, Butcher's fighting because he has superpowers. He has that... Uh, temporary V he took. Uh, so Frenchie and Kimiko are in the lab fighting off armed guards. As Frenchie's trying to make this damn concoction, getting shot at and gets hit in the leg, mind you. Um, he makes the nub check just in time, but then he gets hurt a little bit. Soldier Boy is being put down, but he is just about to detonate. And my God, is he going to about to blow up with Maeve? Tope suicides him out of the windows. <laughs> like something out of a freaking 80s action film. And he blows up midair with Maeve there uh, to take some of the impact. So Fought News pays respects to Maeve, like pretty much saying that she got killed in this explosion, but she didn't. It's just a way to write her off and let her, like, not be existent. So there's no more movement of free Maeve. Like, she died a hero doing a hero's death. So Butcher is in the hospital and has months to live because he has essentially cancer. And he doesn't even give a shit. It's like he's lost his wife. He's lost... Ryan, he's lost everyone he's ever cared and loved for. He's like, he's past his life at this point. Sad, sad reality. Maeve is alive, but now she has uh, one eye from all the fighting. Because she fought off Homelander. She got her butt whoops. She got her eye gouged. And she has one eye, but she now has no powers because she got hit with that impact of that blast from Sugar Boy's chest. So therefore, she is now normal. And she's going to go live in a farm with a glass eye with her... With her, uh, with her wife and start new life over as a, a small town farmer. Uh, so she's alive, moving away to farm in her last her year or days. Her officially over. She is retired. Uh, so Soldier Boy is back on ice on U.S. soil this time, not the Russians. So now we have him under uh, our watch. Nadia is revealed to be the new vice president running mate because the late singer was uh, or singer because the late Jordan was killed off by the deep. So like, oh, this is all part of this plan where they're going to take over the freaking world at this point. And as far as Nadia goes, she's obviously a big bad because she flexes her, 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 she flexes her powers to Starlight, who's not afraid of her anymore. She's like, okay, you do the worst. Nothing can get worse from where I, ha- where I was before. So 
Homelander greets the feuding crowds and introduces his son, but someone on the opposing, not the free mave uh, side, threw a can at his son. And it makes these Aquinas throws a cup of Ryan, and Homelander just gets triggered and kills him in cold blood with freaking laser eyes and blows his head up. And then the crowd just gets quiet. Bit Todd, who happens to, of course, Todd's there. Son of a bitch. It cheers, and the crowd follows, and Homelander's now greeted with, like, as a new leader of QAnon at this point. Like, this is, like, the nuts, how they're reacting to him. And that's how the season ends. I'm like, this is fucking crazy, really. I mean, yes, you end in a cliffhanger, but damn, it's like, now they're, they're, uh, they're for this brutality that Homelander is, like, they, they, they don't care. They don't hate the guy because he is a representation of everything they think they are. They think they're just a franchise, but they're not. They think they're victims of modern society because they can't be the way they are. It's like, it seems very much like it's touching some some uh, January 6th energy in this damn episode. This whole season was pretty much making fun of the alt-right. Let's be honest, like it's going there. With, and, and the funny thing is a lot of the right-wingers who watch the show probably are like, wait a minute, what the fuck? This is what they think we're like. Yep, that's exactly what people on the left think you're like. And just like they think how the left are nothing like how they actually are either. Like, it's just... It's just fiction, people. It's just comic books. It's social commentary, sure, but it's not really a direct link. It's more like hint, hint, nod, nod, you know, take the joke. Or even just joke. It's just like, hey, now you can see how, how cockamamie you guys appear in the, in the news, and you don't even know. You're not self-aware of it because you're watching the news that is on your side of the opinion. It's like, this is why I just hate like, this whole tribalism with everything, with media, with fucking politics. I'm over all of it, to be 100% honest. But this season was a genius season. This is a great ending and a great way to end this show for the third season. And my God, it's like, now what do you do with a guy like Homelander, who's, I guess, like Bill O'Reilly on, on, on Superpowers, which is nuts to say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> he's just, he's literally an evil Superman. Like, this is guy is going to be, like, a problem. So, with that being said, uh, we'll see how the next season appears because shit's getting crazy. This show's definitely picking up pace, and I can't wait to see how the next season begins. With that being said, this has been another podcast mercenary review. I am the podcast mercenary, the Puerto Rican powerhouse, the Puerto Rican kaiju himself, Christian Joe Ramos. Signing up until next time. Thank y'all for tuning in and listening to this review of the Prime Video original series, The Boys based on some really hardcore comics. Uh, man, this is not your, your this is not your son's and daughter's uh, superheroes. This show really goes there. And they do not care. They will go there. And I'm just like, yeah. They're, they, they just cease to amaze how much envelope they're pushing. And, and, I, love, and I love it for it. So, so next time, thank you all for tuning in as always. And I'll always be back to review some more flicks. I'm out.